0: Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want
1: more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra.
2: Hello there, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Tech Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Guerra. When I was growing up, I was always told to never talk to strangers or, better yet, if someone you didn't know offered you candy. We were told not to accept it and just run away. It's unfortunate that there is evil lurking in our world, but it is important that we protect ourselves and our children from these types of evil things. I can't say that never talking to strangers is not a thing anymore. But we now have to think a lot more about how technology has entered into this arena of evil things. In today's episode, I did an interview with my friend Robert Weber of Silverback Self-Defense. Robert and I met through our Cypher Chamber of Commerce. He's an extremely active member of the Chamber and has a genuine interest in educating people on personal safety and how to defend ourselves. In today's topic, Robert brings to light some of the things that parents should be more aware of when it comes to our children and their uses of technology and their presence online. Those bullies that are present in our schools or neighborhoods have now moved to using all forms of technology. And this is not just a concern for our children. Bullying can happen anywhere and at any age. Some of the stories that Robert shares will enlighten you on how you can begin to be more aware of what to look for or most importantly, be proactive in ensuring you and your children's safety is not compromised online. All right, let's get this interview started. Thank you so much for taking the time to actually do this podcast episode with me. And by the way, I am just stoked on the idea that I'm going to find out more about what it is that social media and bullying is all about. But I know that you've got some more things to share. Uh, I was just so intrigued by the fact you were like, hey, we should do a podcast together with this whole thing. And I was like, mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, anyway, I want you to kind of introduce yourself to my audience.
0: Um, Hi everybody. How are you doing? My name is Robert Weber. I own Silverback Self-Defense. We are a professional self-defense company. We bring self-defense training to you. And so I was really excited when I was talking with Michelle and uh, October is stand up to bullying month. And and so I was telling her, I said, you know, um, I was bullied as a child. And so, but it was different when I was a child because it was a long time ago. And uh, because of social media, it's changed. And because of the internet, bullying has changed. And we see cyberbullying now as so much more than we ever had to deal with um, when I was growing up. And so I wanted to make sure that I could share with your audience yes. some of the things that we see and some of the things and ways that we can combat that and help not only protect ourselves, but mm-hmm. also our children um, because of online predators.
2: Right. Um, so how did you get into this self-defense business? I mean, what, what was the spark of joy that actually, and I say that because I'm like the Marie Kondo of technology, so yes. what sparked this joy to start into this arena? I wanted want
0: to be Bruce Lee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't every little, That's little right. kid want to be Bruce Lee?
0: Enter the Dragon came out when I was 10 years old, and I had the, mm. nun, the nunchucks and the posters with the, you know, everything, and my brother and I would run around hi-yah and everything. And, uh, and so, but then I got to a point where I was bullied. And mm-hmm. I was physically bullied, I was mentally bullied, but it was always at school. Mm-hmm. And so when I left school, the bullying stopped. Mm-hmm. And, but I really had low self-esteem, low confidence.
2: I think every child does
0: when they get bullied. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was an easy target. And so I tell people every day, martial arts saved my life. Because I went to a martial arts school. And I grew up outside of New Orleans, a really small martial arts school. Karate Kid had just come out. Everybody oh, wanted gosh. to wax on just, yeah. and wax off, and sand the <laughs> yes. floor and paint the fence. Yes, and Everyone wanted to do martial arts back right. then, and it was very popular. Um, there was one school, and I went, and, I, and my brother and I took martial arts. And mm-hmm. it was funny. It wasn't until I was old enough to drive that I was able to do martial arts because I was already getting, having issues and having problems. And my parents didn't understand martial arts because in the eighties it wasn't as popular. So they thought we were going to learn how to fight and Uh they didn't want us to get in more fights than we already were. But today, fast forward 35 years and I spend my days teaching people not only how to defend themselves physically, but also mentally, emotionally, socially, because bullying's changed from just at a situation whether it's in the neighborhood or at school mm-hmm. it's changed to it's 24 7 365 because of the access that people have through social media Through the well it's really
2: interesting how you you come from this this background of bullying and now you've you've learned what social media's aspect of bullying is now and now you're trying to get the message out get the word out and kind of share with people so that they don't feel this whole bulliness it's almost like you you want to stop this from happening but you also want to encourage education Education. um, through it so i think that's great that's really awesome and
0: and i tell people you know we have people who come to us all the time and the misconception people have is the older i get I won't be bullied. So if I get out of elementary school into middle school, I won't be bullied. Or if I get out of middle school into high school, I won't be bullied. Or if I get out of high school into college, or college to a job. And I, I just had a friend share a story with me about teachers
1: mm-hmm.
0: in public school right. who are bullied by other teachers. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you're always going to have bullies, you have bullies in the workplace workplace bullying happens all the time oh
2: yeah oh yes it does (laughs) you have you
0: have bullies at school with other with with staff Mm -hmm. you have bullies with um children Mm -hmm. um you know with siblings with any type of relationship that you have Mm -hmm. you know you always have the the situation uh, and people you know keep wanting to say well if we do this we're going to stop bullying if we do this we're going to stop bullying and i'm like no you're not going to stop bullying you have to understand sometimes why or how and then work backwards and I like to say reverse engineer yes and go from you know why am I bailing what am I doing what's happening what can I change and what can what can't I change right because though we're not talking about bullying in that sense today when I'm talking to a child about bullying what can they change what can't they change right if they're being bullied based on their race if they're being bullied based on their religion, if they're being bullied based on their physical appearances that cannot be changed at the time, right. that then if they're letting that bully have power over them, mm-hmm. they have to take the power back
2: right
0: which is so important because so as an example you know i wore i wore glasses growing up and so that was one of the things you know you got bullied yes you know or four eyes six eyes eyes. you know when you had the bifocals you had six eyes exactly and 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 that still happens
2: today it still happens today and
0: i and i tell kids i still wear glasses but i wear contacts now so you don't you you just grow up out of that right um or braces Mm-hmm. You know, metal mouth or whatever the case may be. Base. Yeah. <laughs> but, and eventually, you know, now we have Invisalign. So you still can have braces, but you can hide it a little bit better. But it's still, you're, those things haven't changed right. as far as how and why. But so I found that, you know, through martial arts, martial arts gave me confidence. Um, I was very blessed that it became a job. Mm-hmm. And I get to do it full time, and I get to go out and teach people something I'm passionate about. Right. It wasn't my intent when mm-hmm. I started, and it's kind of worked its way into that. So...
2: Well, that's really awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you, you decided to take on the challenge and, and do this job, because yeah. without you doing this job, you'd probably be doing something else that we, you wouldn't be happy with. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> All right. So. Um, we just briefly had a quick discussion uh, about social media and how it has a, it's become a big subject when it comes to kids. And share so some uh, potential tips that you can um, share with my listeners about social media being the, the big subject when it comes to kids.
0: Well, I think the, the, the big thing that I always talk about is two different age groups. You have children who are too young, mm-hmm to have social media, or Mm -hmm. or have a smartphone, or have internet access. And then you have children who are old enough, but then have a lot more opportunity to do things that maybe they shouldn't, or Mm -hmm. or that they don't realize that they're doing. And they fall into those two different categories, which is really important, because as you're looking at it from, I look at it from a child's point of view, we have in our area now, Middle schoolers who are committing suicide because they're being bullied online, and then they're being bullied 24/7, 365, because they don't have the emotional maturity. So yes, yeah. the word, to, and and they get into something that they shouldn't. Then we take into not only that, but then human trafficking, and one of the things that we're really passionate about is how social media, how what people share online, then turns into human trafficking, where you see these stories. I just shared a story uh, last week of an 11-year-old boy who met someone online, Mm -hmm. and I want to say it was Snapchat, and drove 200 miles in their parents' car to meet this person who they thought was another child that turned out to be a middle-aged man which then fortunately they were able to retrieve the boy but those are the type of things that didn't happen when we were growing up
2: so when we were growing up we had the um, don't talk to strangers mm-hmm. uh, campaign I sure. think we yeah. probably remember that in our oh, yeah. schools um, and when somebody offers you candy you were always told don't accept it and run yes um so how does that translate now into what what it is today
0: yeah so for me because you have to remember i always go at it as a self-defense expert i don't go at it as a normal person right so we went from don't talk to strangers (laughs) to don't approach strange people to don't get in someone's car to uber
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. And
0: and this is the this is the train that we're driving down the track. Yes. And and we went from and when we were growing up now you go out, you get so drunk, or you and you call somebody off of the internet that you don't know to come get you. So it's the same danger of social media, it's the same danger of Predators online. So through my business, I always tell people I have, I have some fairly famous friends who Mm -hmm. do what I do, public figures, right? And on a weekly basis, they post stories about fake Instagram accounts, fake Facebook Mm -hmm. accounts, fake Snapchat accounts fake twitter accounts that are taking their name their likeness their personality their stories their family pictures mm-hmm. and then turning around and creating these fake accounts mm-hmm. in the in the image of them to fish and when i say fish i, I mean fish with p h not with an, with an f p h i s yeah yeah but where they're trying to manipulate someone based on this person's fame right um, and then the same thing happens with children where really intelligent adults can be taken advantage of Mm -hmm. by people who are criminals. Mm -hmm. Really unmature children can be taken advantage of by predators who are pretending to be a child.
2: So in other words, the, the, the person who's trying to capture a child instead of them being in a car and offering candy, it's now I'm meeting you where you are, which is on social media, yes. or I'm meeting you on your computer, or I'm meeting you there. Um, so they're they're really trying to be strategic in, in the connection that they're making um, in this whole mix, right?
0: So imagine a world where you can be anyone. Right. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. And imagine, Sounds like a
2: video game. <laughs>
0: imagine a world where you can reach out to anyone, anywhere. Mm-hmm no matter what their age their sex their economical standard Mm -hmm. you can reach out any to anyone anywhere and make contact with them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: where so okay we i was joking with somebody the other day i'm so old i remember when call waiting came out oh yes Okay. <laughs> I
2: didn't remember that that came out too. <laughs>
0: so before call waiting, if you called if you called my house, the line was busy. Yes. We didn't have call waiting. Right. And or if we wanted to block somebody. Yes. You just un, you took your phone off the hook. Right. And and that was your blocking somebody. Yes. And so or you know I, I always with with teenagers you know we would tell you as as a, you would tell your mom you were going to so and so's house mm-hmm. but you were really going to so and so's house because so and so's parents weren't at home. Right. Now that kids do that still today,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but you know, it's, and it's, but so all of the things that we did, but there's more danger to it because you didn't have somebody 200 miles away, 300 miles away, 500 miles away who could
2: connect with you, could
0: connect with you with the only intention of being a predator. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference. There was a, a recent story here in Houston of two young girls mm-hmm. who were traveling to New York with no luggage. Wow. No identification. who They had been targeted online, convinced by someone online to fly to New York that they were going to become models. And thank goodness a stewardess, mm-hmm. or not a stewardess, but a, um, a, a ticket agent mm-hmm. uh, saw this and started to question them and found out, they didn't know the person they were even going to fly to, that someone had sent them a plane ticket for them to fly and they were gonna be trafficked. And they believed because of their age that it was going to be a good thing for them, which it really wasn't. And the way traffickers do that is they look for people online Mm -hmm. who are sending out signals that things are not well where they are, home life, school life, personal life, family life, boyfriend, um, and then traffickers capture that. So, one I wanna go back, cause one of the things you said that I wanna touch on is, especially people think it's only girls.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the stereotyping that yeah. people put out there, but I know it's not.
0: And for boys, it's just as important because we've seen a 45% increase uh-huh. Of reported human trafficking cases for boys Wow and boys are targeted even younger than girls mm-hmm. because of video game chat rooms where girls don't do video game chats
1: mm-hmm. where
0: boys do so when you start to talk about social media and and you start to talk about the internet they are I still consider a video game chat room social media mm-hmm. and the internet you have a you have a, a, a username you have a password, you have an avatar, you have a, a community that you're dealing with. No different if you put a video game into Facebook or, or Instagram right. and you made it that, it would. it's no different than if you're playing Madden or some type of first person shooter. Mm-hmm. And what you said that triggered in my head was, right now, what, the, what people are doing. So this is what the online, so the, for the parents, what the online predator's doing, is they're sending messages to your child inside of a video game mm-hmm. for video game credits mm-hmm. and money mm-hmm. inside the video game to buy levels or buy um, experiences that yeah. open up
2: loot boxes or whatever whatever it, it is, it is. Yeah.
0: fortnite is one of the biggest ones
2: wow that I thought ha- minecraft would be one of them it, too. Is, it is it is okay. but,
0: but fortnite is even bigger and then the online uh, first player shooters where they're asking for nude pictures in exchange for money, Loot video box, credits, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. Whatever
2: it is that they, they desire. Yes. It's like, what do you desire? And, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> and, and, what,
0: and what most of the time they're wanting mm-hmm. is photographs. And then once what that starts is, once that starts, then it becomes a, um, they're going to get photographs and then blackmail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to tell everybody. We're going to tell your parents, we're going to tell your friends, we're going to tell your school if you don't do more. Right. And then once they do one, then, they're caught, and they, then they don't understand how to get out of the cycle of it's okay to tell somebody you made a mistake mm-hmm. and stop. But the, the predators are so good at making them feel so bad and so scared mm-hmm. that they don't know what to do. And then it leads down. And then it winds up sometimes being even getting trafficked.
2: So, with with this sort of situation now, um, what obviously we need to be talking to parents. We need to be talking to yes. parents so that the parents are a little bit more aware of what their little one is is actually connecting with. Yes. So, what would you kind of say to that parent if? If they are listening and they're wondering what they should be doing, because obviously they're probably now freaked out and well, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize this stuff was even happening.
0: Yeah. Well, number one thing is to be involved. That's the biggest thing for me that hurts me is when you hear of a middle schooler who is taking their own life. The first thing the parents will say is we had no idea. And I say you had no idea because you weren't involved in what's going on with their phone." You've handed them a device that has access to the world and there's evil in the world.
2: So what would you give as advice to a parent who wants to give their child the world but should scale it back depending on the age?
0: Yes right? and, it, and it, it is depending on the age but for what well, the problem we have is again the stereotypical boys and online mm-hmm. girls online Mm -hmm. but we know statistically that boys now are getting addicted more and more to pornography right because of the fact that you can search even innocently right but so being involved Mm
2: -hmm.
0: being in the child's phone and then controlling the settings are the important things so not having public profiles having private profiles limiting the amount of information that's shared limiting the amount of information that's Out there, Mm -hmm. and then also paying attention to if they're having followers, who they're following, Mm -hmm. and who's following them. Because as a parent, you may notice something by clicking on someone who's following your child's profile Mm -hmm. that will give you what I like to call the weebie jeebies
2: (laughs) creepy people. Creepy people that
0: your child may not pick up on based on their age yeah
2: well that's because they're not mature enough to to have that discernment of knowing uh, what's a good person what's not yes. because they they're just wanting to be liked yes it's like or well, they're getting want... attention right so my question to you would be what if they just give their child uh, a flip phone or you know like just the phone that only is doing texting and and just phone calling
0: yes and then even inside of that limiting who they're able to communicate with even inside of that. Okay. So when, 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 when I talk to a parent, so as an example, I had a parent come to me who has a teenage daughter who's in middle school. Mm-hmm. Teenage daughter is being bullied through texting through one of her classmates. Okay. So simple solution, give me your child's phone, mm-hmm. delete that person. Right. Okay, solution is over. You're no longer being bullied online through that person the child then goes, oh, no, I don't want to do that because I want to be in contact with that person for whatever reason because the child doesn't solve the problem.
2: It's the FOMO. It I is. I think it's FOMO. It is FOMO.
0: <laughs> but it's, it, so it might, so it's, it might not be any different for an adult who wants to have a relationship with someone who's successful. Right. It's the same thing. So the child as opposed, will, will take the abuse of being bullied
2: just so they're not missing out
0: so they're not missing out even then though
2: the, they'd be an outsider really an outsider even the
0: person even though the person is doing nothing but abusing them
2: yeah in that case i think it's probably more them. of a comfort level at that point point.
0: and so and I, if they weren't
2: being abused then they'd be like well what, wait what, what's going on <laughs> and they don't know yeah
0: and so for me as a because i go at it a different way mm-hmm. i eliminated the problem as an adult if you have somebody who is Verbally physically mentally emotionally bullying you the easiest way to solve the problem is to eliminate the person right as a child The easiest way to solve the problem is to eliminate the problem. So But children won't do that and sometimes adults won't do that But I always joke if I told you, you know, you don't name one mall in Houston that you want to avoid almost everyone comes up with the same answer do you know what mall you want to avoid in Houston? What mall would you think you'd want to avoid in Houston?
2: All of them. Well, Guns Point. Guns Point! <laughs> I don't even have to prompt anyone.
0: Everyone understands we don't want to go to Greens Point Mall to go shopping. And so we, as an, a rational person, avoid that area. Right. It's the same thing with bullying. Mm-hmm. If we understand that the bullying is going to happen here, 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 and here, mm-hmm. if we just avoid that altogether, we eliminate that. But then people have FOMO. So how do you deal with having FOMO? You have to then decide, I'm gonna create my own. So if if I feel, and and, and I, we see this all the time, if I feel like I've, I'm gonna make a rational decision, the problem mm-hmm. is that your child doesn't know how to make a rational decision. And we're letting 10 year olds.
2: Make that rational decision? Make a
0: decision. Oh wow, that's, but, that's insane. But, but it is insane. It's the definition of insanity and then we, And really, to me, even having a flip phone, but you will have a child. I had this conversation yesterday. Children will be bullied in middle school Mm -hmm. if they don't have a phone because everyone else has a phone because of peer pressure. So they will be bullied if they don't. And if they have a flip phone, they'll really be bullied because then they don't have the iPhone 19 Mm -hmm. with all the special stuff because they have to have the latest and greatest and best and then i go back to you know really why are we giving something that's that expensive to a child but understanding that that's a form of bullying all in itself um, the same thing where you don't have what everybody else has so
2: when we were growing up we didn't have phones at all oh, no. in fact if you needed to make a call you had to go to the the school office yes. and call your parents at work yes um we didn't have any of the you know oh i need to call my parents yes. and i can get them wherever they are right. no it's definitely not that kind of concept so i'm still even at this age even with me having a smartphone i still don't understand why people have to be connected that freaking much uh it's, Even,
0: yeah, it's it, but it's a self imposed yes, it's self imposed. So, we live in a world where your email is up all the time, your mm-hmm. social media is up all the time, right? You're getting notifications all the time, and we put self imposed pressure on ourselves to respond. Where really the person isn't expecting a response unless you have already established that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, how many times have you had a client who? maybe you respond really quickly for several times and then all of a sudden you don't they you go dark yeah you go <laughs> dark you can't respond and then i've had a client go hello are you there yes i'm busy right now <laughs> I'll, I'll answer you in a minute but 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 you develop an expectation of what's going to happen mm. and so our children are the same way so and i, I know we're going to talk about apps but snapchat is one of the worst ones because there's this pressure to keep your streaks alive and to have all these contacts and to have all this information and you got to constantly 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 put stuff out there put out information because the app is asking you for it or requiring you to do it, and then you're being, you're being forced into more and more and more. Facebook now has start, has figured this out and is actually starting to give you little, even if you don't have a notification in your account, it's starting to give you notifications because it knows that people see a notification and they're going to open the app up.
2: Yeah, it, so what I've done in, and I've done this on previous podcasts is I've actually talked about um being more intentional about what notifications you have yes. on any of your devices because it's important that you you get rid of the FOMO. Yes. Because when you see a number with a little, you know, circle, you're like, "Oh, I need to go look." Yes. Because we're conditioned. It's yes. like Pavlog's theory is now come into the phone it's and it's like So true. Why? You know, and I i Sometimes I even leave the house without my phone.
0: Oh and my then, gosh. And you survive?
2: Yes, because my husband's with me and he has his phone. So, okay. You know, I, I've, but I'm trying to get away from it because I remember how I felt when I didn't have this like, electronic leash yeah, on me correct. all the time. Yes. But it's, it's an electronic leash I put on myself. Yes. Um, and again,
0: you are mature enough to understand that, but we're giving it to 12-year-olds. They don't understand
2: well of course not i mean but they've kind of grown up on this whole um, idea that oh technology you can be in touch with something in a matter of moments yes and and so yeah i mean we didn't have that yes i mean we went from a rotary phone to a push button phone and thought we were the jetsons oh yes
1: oh yeah
0: (laughs) for sure i mean there's no question that i mean and technology is great in that way right you know um but it's also a deterrent or yes. detrimental right. in that way at the same
1: time.
2: Right. So let's let's talk about some of those apps because I, I I'm really excited to hear what kind of apps, not only apps that are the problems, but also apps that you can um, engage a, a parent can engage with.
0: Yes. So I there there are three big ones. One number one is Snapchat. Okay. Um, especially if you have teens and tweens.
2: Talk about Snapchat, because I'm not familiar. I, I kind of know what Snapchat is, right. so, but the, uh,
0: so So the lie of Snapchat is you can send a picture and it disappears in 24 hours or so. And it was cre- it was an app that was created for online dating for sexting. And so, great. because you hmm. could, you could take <laughs> a naked picture of yourself and send it to someone and then it would not stay in your phone or in their phone, it would disappear. So that was why that was the whole germ and it was created for for that to be able to send inappropriate pictures to one another. And it caught on and it became very, very popular and especially in the the subset of culture of teenagers
1: Mm -hmm.
0: who want to or dating scene who do that, Mm -hmm. then it was very, very popular. And then it became very, very dark where people were then using that information. So um, we had a case last year here in Houston where mm. there was a sexting ring happening at a local high school Oh my gosh! of high school children who were sending new pictures of each other, oh, wow. back and forth to each other. And someone found out and everybody got in trouble. Now, what I want to make sure I always tell the kids and then I always tell the parents is that if you are 17 or under, and you uh, or 18 and older, but if you send a picture of someone who's 17 or under, if you send a new picture to someone else, it's a it's a criminal act. Wow! It's a felony. It's child pornography. If you're mm-hmm. sending a uh, now, if here's the crazy thing in the dating world in Texas, if someone sends you an unsolicited naked picture. Mm-hmm which unsolicited is the key, it is now a crime as of September 1st this year. So I have lots of friends who have told me, and it's typically females who are receiving male parts unsolicited over social media and snapchat is one of the biggest ones
2: so even though they say it disappears after 24 hours Mm -hmm. i'm thinking that it doesn't really disappear sits
0: on somebody's server somewhere i was gonna
2: say it's got to sit on somebody's server it does it does and then and then
0: you can take a screenshot of it
2: right but, but i'm saying that that's that does not make me feel good oh no
0: no, and, and then again, it's the, it goes back to in my thing is the person that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. unless you know that person, you don't know who you're dealing with right. and, and, and sending that information out. The other crazy thing about Snapchat is if your child has a public profile mm-hmm. and they have their location services on, then the, oh. somebody can see where they are <laughs> inside of the Snapchat mm-hmm. app, live time. So, if your child is with me, and they have Snapchat, and they have their locations on, and I have Snapchat, and I have my locations on, I can see that they're here. Do we really want people to know that? No. 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 Now, flip that switch, Mm -hmm. I have two teenagers still. Mm -hmm. We use an app called Life360, which is a free app that somebody can download Mm -hmm. that I can see where they are. Mm but they, it's password protected right? and it's not a public app. It's inside the family app, but I can then see and it's also wonderful because I can see how fast they're driving. I can see if they're hard braking.
2: <laughs> I think I, I've heard about this yeah, app. <laughs> yes, so
0: it's a one, I, I highly recommend it to parents who have teenagers. So who this are, one
2: is Life 360. Life 360, okay. I highly
0: recommend it to teenagers or parents who have teens who are driving, but I even have it for husbands and wives. So here's why in my mind's eye, If something happened to you and you have your phone and you have your life 360 app on and your husband thinks hey i'm Michelle's supposed to be with robert today doing this podcast but her car's in the galleria or her phone's in the galleria Mm -hmm. that's not right right and i know something's wrong so here's how i use it my kids went to a concert in college station over the weekend Mm -hmm. and i watched them drive home they drove separately and I watch them drive home, so I know if something happened on two ninety, right. All of a sudden, they're stopped for a long period of time mm-hmm. in the middle of two ninety, and they're not moving. I know there's a problem. Yeah. And I can follow that as a parent to make sure that I'm okay. So
2: my stepfather uh, works for the um, the the roads, mm-hmm. and so department he, of public transportation. Yes, and he is an engineer. He's a civil engineer, so. Um, When I drove to Destin, Florida by myself, which I was scared out of my mind, but I was still gonna do it, um, I called him every time I exited, and told him the exit number so then he would know where I was, And and he would give me only so much time time to go to yes, (laughs) but you know the thing is is he would know exactly where I am Mm -hmm. because he worked for public transportation and knowing oh where the mile markers are and how they actually do those things. But yeah, this was way before um, the smartphones actually had the technology to give you those locations. Yes, that's that's interesting. I'm I'm gonna have to take a picture of that.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) um so Snapchat.
2: In Life 360.
0: Instagram is another one that can be completely innocent. And then they have fin-
2: Instagram stories, right? That it, just like twenty-four hours of a video for fifteen seconds or, or something. But you also
0: have you, you you can do a story. Okay. Um and it stays up there, or you can actually do post.
2: And it stays up there for
0: the posts stay forever. Okay. Um and then you you know, you have a chronological event right. event. And then you have what's called finstas. So if a parent has never heard that, that's their fake Instagram. (sighs) That maybe they want people to see, maybe they don't want people to see. They decide who they share that account with, who they don't share that account with. And it could be totally innocent. But then there was a story that came out that was totally dark where you had young girls Mm. who were taking sexually explicit pictures and videos of themselves and sharing them on their Mm fences and charging people to see them. So it goes from being very, very innocent
2: mm-hmm.
0: to very, very dark really, really quickly.
2: I think anything can be that way. As, but it,
0: especially with technology. because So, so technology, with technology growing up for me was Playboy.
2: Yes. <laughs> they, you remember in the, in the magazine racks, they had them like with uh, paper yeah. around them. It's oh, yeah. like there was no, you know, having that open to the public. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. And, but, you know, obviously they don't exist in that form anymore because no one buys magazines. But that was our, that was, now it's all online. Right. And so, you know, that was a gateway. Mm-hmm. And that gateway has completely changed. Right. But when, so musically got put out of business, but it got the largest ever fine from the Federal Trade Commission for selling child pornography online. It became, now it's TikTok. So TikTok, perfectly innocent. Your child loops a little video of them doing a fun dance or whatever they're doing or something funny or something cute, Mm -hmm. perfectly innocent. On the flip side of that, you have predators who are using TikTok. Mm-hmm. To still do bad things, right? And, and and a lot of it revolves around child pornography.
2: It's insane.
0: Um, so, uh, Kick, which is capital K, capital I, capital K, mm-hmm. is the most used messaging app by traffickers. So wow. I always tell parents to look at your child's phone if they have Kick on their phone. That's not a good messaging app. WhatsApp is another messaging app. Whisper is another messaging app. Those are all, and, and the reason why there's so many is because as soon as it becomes cool, it becomes out of date and it changes to something else. Exactly. And it constantly continues to roll over to where Facebook now is a, is a median social experience for old people. It's not for kids. It's not even for teenagers. It's not even for college kids. It's for old people. I think the median age worldwide is almost in its 30s now, which means there's so many people. And then so once that happens. It's a billion
2: people on Facebook. Oh, yeah.
0: But once that happens, you know, everybody who's cool is completely out of there. Right. So for the parents, the other thing is to make sure that as they're seeing, again, having their child's phone in their hand. Right. And not taking what the child is saying at face value right. of what apps are on their phone is one of the important things. And then
2: because they're self-conscious about what's really happening, and they don't really know, and they can't discern from it, because you know, you, just as you said before, so yeah. the parent needs to intervene just for that alone, just being involved,
0: and it holds the child accountable. And the younger the child, Mm -hmm. the more accountability needs to happen. And the younger the child, the more parental controls need to happen. And the more security that needs to happen. The problem that I see as a safety expert is parents don't grade their child by their age. They just, in a lot of cases, just hand them the device like anyone else. And then one that people don't think about all the time is YouTube. YouTube is very dangerous and yes. very dangerous for children mm-hmm. because there's no filters. You can search for whatever you want and you will find whatever you search for. And then the thing about YouTube, which you know because you do technology is once you search for something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: YouTube will feed you more oh, yeah. of the, what you search for. Uh-huh. No different than if you search for something on the internet, your next time you open up Facebook, right. your Facebook feed is filled, filled with ads
2: for that. Yes.
0: It, but it's... Or the, whatever you
2: were searching for on Amazon, you're going to see it everywhere you go until you buy it. <laughs> and,
0: and it's retargeting ads. Yes. It, that's what it is. Yes. They're using cookies to retarget. Right. And But they're doing the same thing to your children, which could be sexually explicit. Right. And I always go to sexually explicit. It doesn't have to be sexually explicit. Mm-hmm. But I, I try to drive that point because of being where we are mm-hmm. with human trafficking.
2: Yeah. it's it's just crazy how it's it's so easier now to to get those things but i mean the more intentional we are doing our things the more we're really paying attention and the more adults are being adults to their kids instead of being their best friend the best friend should happen like when you're older like way older way older like maybe like how old we are
0: i mean kids are in their 30s you know, who are having children of their own. That's, the, That's time. the
2: time to have them as friends. And
0: it's hard for me because I see parents who are allowing their children to make decisions Yeah. who are not parenting, but they want their child to like them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, my, I, my, my kids laugh all the time when they see that because they're like, my parents, my dad does not care if I like him at all. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not here for you to like me. I am here for you to protect. I'm gonna protect you until the day you don't live in my house. I can't do anything once you leave but right. the, until the day you Hopefully leave. Hopefully
2: I've trained you well.
0: And, and, hope, and that's all I can do.
2: <laughs> Daniel's son. Yes. <laughs>
0: and, 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 and my son's off in college and he says, dad, you trained me well. And my daughter will say, dad, you've trained me well. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, and that's my job. You know, the Bible tells us train up a child in the way they should go. Right. And I always think we have a, such a small window mm-hmm. and then we need to do the best we can. But today... It's, parents are completely different.
2: Yeah, it's almost like they have to go to school not just to learn the phone for themselves, but learn the phone for how they can help out their child that they're handing this device to. Don't just hand them the device and say, oh, they'll figure it out. No, you be more intentional about what you're handing them.
0: And sometimes for the parents, it's changing so fast mm-hmm. that they can't even keep up. That's where we come in. That's what makes us different. That's where I say you know we're different when it comes to being a self-defense company. We are on top of this. We spend hours and hours and hours doing research, getting trained, going to events, working with people who are in and around the human trafficking, social media. Doing the media.
2: preventative um, so kind of information, knowledge, education.
0: More and then actually doing it with the parent and the child. So like when we do an event. Mm -hmm. that social media safety and human trafficking it's it's always parent child it's never just the child because the child will never regurgitate the information to the parent
2: that's almost like when you go to marriage counseling
0: yes (laughs)
2: both of of the people should be there it shouldn't just be one or the other yeah Yeah.
0: because if it is it's always you're never going to have everything
2: right and and that makes sense and
0: we want the parents a lot of times i feel like when we're educating a child we're really educating the parent also. Yeah. When we're educating a child on social media, we're educating the parents on That's social kinda media. kind
2: of how I feel about when I took my dog to a boot camp place mm-hmm. for two weeks. Um, when I came there for the last day to pick up my, my dog, uh, the trainer was like, oh, now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be. You get to be trained. Yes. Of what this this dog has now learned because you have to take what you just... Done to the dog and and carry it on and reinforce it and reinforce it. Yes. Yes. It's um, very yeah, true. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to say that children are dogs. No, no I'm just no. saying that it's it's very similar. So it's once you do the training, then you just continue it and keeping holding them accountable. Yes. So
0: well, parents don't know the signs to look for. Yeah. And parents are not aware most of the time when something's happening until it gets to a critical point yeah and so like i i tell a story i i did a parent child for a neighborhood hoa group Mm. and i had a grandmother bring her 13 year old granddaughter Mm -hmm. for social media safety and human trafficking we're in the middle 30 people in our room we're in the middle this 13 year old she's bawling crocodile tears wow through the through my powerpoint I mean like uncontrollable, can't stop, nose running. We break to go and she goes out the room in the hallway and is in a fetal position in the corner, this 13 year old. And grandmother's trying to console her. She can't console her. So I, here I am, I have to leave them for a minute because I have a room full of people. Mm-hmm. We take another break and the grandmother comes up and she says, she really wants to talk to you. I don't know this person. She really wants to talk to you. So she pulls me to the side and this 13 year old tells me she's being trafficked she had no idea until I told her what to look for
2: because you said it aloud
0: in the and, signs
2: and and yes and but you also told your story so she probably felt comfortable enough that whatever happened to you can can potentially happen to me and maybe yeah. maybe there's a slight hope that I can get out of this
0: and she, and she literally shared that she was in a relationship with someone online Wow who was coming to meet her Wow. And that no one had any idea because no, her grandparents didn't look at her phone. Her parents didn't look at her phone. And it was all long run. And, and fortunately, we were able to
2: intervene intervene in, in yeah. that mm-hmm.
0: and help that person and help right. that girl. But that's why we're so passionate about what we do. Right. It's because if we can save that one, if we can save 10, if we can save 100, mm-hmm. it makes it worthwhile for what we do because the education is important.
2: So if anybody's in the Cyprus area, how can they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, so easiest way for, to get in touch with me is through our website. Okay. Uh, it's silverback-selfdefense.com, um, and you can send me a message through there. Cool. Obviously, we have social media,
2: <laughs> so we have a
0: Facebook page. <laughs> go find Robert yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you can find me uh, and if you're in and around the Cyprus or even the Houston area. We're all, you know, we'll, we'll go anywhere. Okay. We're not limited to where we can go. Um, we do have, uh, October is Stand Up to Bully Month, which yes. is why we're doing this October 1st. Uh, we have October 21st we, and 22nd, we have events mm-hmm. in Cyprus that are free to the public. Right. Um, from 5 to 7, talking through, we have a bully curriculum mm-hmm. that we'll talk for the younger kids, emotional, physical, bullying. For the older kids, teens and tweens, also through the social media with the with the bullying also and that way we can um, have that open to the public and mm-hmm. anyone can come that there will there'll be a registration that they'll have to register for uh, so that way we have an idea for crowd wise but, but we're also we will go out to do groups
2: well you did the HOA yes so, I mean it's, yeah. it's almost like if you could just get a group of people together and maybe you've Maybe if you want to do it at your church. Maybe if you want to just have conversations with a a whole family, Mm -hmm. just call you up. Hey.
0: Yep. Girl Scouts.
2: Come to dinner night. Boy Scouts,
0: (laughs) uh, churches, HOAs, companies. Yes. um, And we we will go out and talk with anyone. Right. And share our knowledge. And then we also flip the switch and we actually do hands-on.
2: Oh, because nice.
0: Because we believe that in every situation someone should understand that if someone is trying to take you, how you're able to defend yourself. So no matter what we're talking about, no matter what topic it is, we always involve hands-on so that way if the worst case happens, then you know how at least some techniques to be able to defend
2: yourself. Fight or flight is what I always call it. Or,
0: <laughs> and we talk about freeze. <laughs> So
2: you... when bears are around, yes, <laughs> when predators are around,
0: when predators are
2: around. Well, I really want to tell you thank you so much for doing this interview. I, 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 This is um, I, you've educated me <laughs> I, I, on things that I didn't even realize were you know happening, but you're getting involved, and that's wonderful. I think that's great. Thank you. Again, thank yeah. you so much. Thanks. There are a lot of key takeaways from my conversation with Robert. He made some really valuable points related to our technology. And remember that this is for anyone and not just children. Cyberbullying is a real thing and comes in many forms physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. And no one is 100% safe from this. Be involved in your children's technology they are using. Predators are now finding ways to connect with children, not just through social media, but apps or video games that they are using, giving them credits or extra features and then becoming victims of human trafficking. Limit the capabilities on your child's smartphone and be actively checking in with what they are using or doing on their phone. Be leery of what pictures you post on social media. They can be captured and used for blackmail and or creation of fake accounts posing as you. Technology can be used for good and unfortunately for evil. Educating ourselves on what we are doing will help drive awareness for all users of technology. I'm super grateful that he was able to spend a little time with me to share some really relatable stories for things that are actually happening I will be posting links to the apps Robert mentioned in the show notes. Now I want to hear from you. Was there anything new that you heard today? Was this helpful information? Leave a comment below and let me know. Until next week, thanks for listening.